Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The biggest pro football overlays in Vegas are back with $12 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circa Sports. With two ways to win and no rate. Circa Million with quarterly payouts and 100% payback. And Circa Survivor. Select one team each week with no point spread. Take in the big money with $12 million in guaranteed prizes. Enter in Vegas. Play from anywhere. Visit CircaSports.com for details. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Hello on a beautiful Monday and welcome to the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California. 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. 95.1 FM and AM 760 in Hawaii. I'm joined as always by Jihei Wiley, Armani Buckets and Brandon Deutsch. How are we doing on this glorious Monday? Uh, you know, uh, time to face the music <laughs> about the Mavericks, but it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, not doing so well, but I did learn a valuable lesson. Listen to Jihei Wiley because Jihei was warning us about Golden State. <laughs> and Curry, and, your boy Curry, Curry stepped up. And wow. Um, yeah, it feels pretty embarrassing, not only for the Dallas Mavericks, but for, you know, <laughs> I said Dallas in five. So that's yikes. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I- it, this is a rough one for them, but yeah, I I didn't think the Golden State was going to sweep, but man, I might be eating my words on this one. I still don't think they sweep, though. I think Dallas will they probably will salvage one game. One game. Probably. And, uh, uh, Jihei, you are not with us right now. Where are you right now? No, that's right, guys. I am in the beautiful, lovely Washington, D.C. right now. I'm going to watch the Dodgers ah. sweep the Washington Nationals. Yeah, uh, let's look at you on the road taking the Arash Markazi show on the road. <laughs> Dodgers Nationals, but uh, yeah, a lot to get into. A lot happened this weekend, so let's get to today's headlines. Brought to you by Circa Sports. Circa Million Circa Survivor Pro Football Contests are back with $12 million in guaranteed prizes. Visit CircaSports.com for details. Hit it, Armani Buckets! All right, guys. So as we just mentioned, Steph Curry scored 31 points. Andrew Wiggins had a playoff career high 27, including that crazy highlight reel dunk. (laughs) And the Golden State Warriors beat the Mavs 109 to 100 on Sunday. And they're up 3-0 in the Western Conference Finals. They can complete the sweep and move to the NBA Finals for the first time since 2019 on Tuesday. I know some of us were very (laughs) high on the Mavericks in this series. But what has happened, and will the Warriors complete the sweep tomorrow night? All right, listen, I, I don't normally take a victory lap, but Jihei and I, the older veterans of the show, said, <laughs> hey, listen, never underestimate the heart of the champions. The Golden State Warriors are the real thing I've felt all year when they are finally healthy, and I didn't know if that would actually happen. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and a lot of the young depth. I mean, this, re- this reminds me more of the Warriors championship team that they had the first time around yeah. without KD, uh, where it's depth right and so this is a fantastic team i did not think it would be a sweep i still do not think it will be a sweep although something happens when you fall down 3-0 
um, and a champion has the ability to close you out. I'll give you a little bit of a story here. When I was covering the Lakers back in the day, Phil Jackson would always play this clip from Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross of the clip ABC. Always be closing. Always be closing because that closeout game, as Doc Rivers wells, well knows, <laughs> is the hardest game to win. The Warriors know how to close this team out. I don't know if it happens. Would not shock me, though. Again, when you go down 3-0, a lot of that heart, a lot of that fire, certainly when you fall down, let's just say 10, 15 points, it just, it's not the same. So, um, not shocked that the Warriors are going to go on to the finals, but now it is the moment of reckoning for the young gurus, the young TikTok celebrities, (laughs) the analytics department of the Arash Markazi show. Let's begin with one for Brandon Deutsch. Yeah, so... Look, this is obviously um, a tough morning for both Armand and I. But going into the series, look, you can't blame us. Going into the series, Golden State was not only pretty awful defensively, but Curry wasn't efficient in the Memphis series. He's finally back. It's a blessing to see from the two first two months of the season. I mean, he was the clear-cut MVP through 20 games, and yeah. he was shooting efficiently. Then he struggled to get a shot off the rest of the year. That's where Jordan Poole kind of took the reins over. And Andrew Wiggins, how did we ever think that Andrew Wiggins turned into uh, the number one overall pick, Andrew Wiggins, all of a sudden? Yeah. I mean, no one could have predicted that. The defense is is back, and Dallas is missing like 90% of its threes. You know, like, this is something that wasn't predictive. Yes, the, we should have, Armand and I should have went with the experience and you know the the, the champion um, you know mindset and DNA of Curry, Clay, and all these guys. But at the same time, it's like we were so high on Dallas. It's we're giving Luca the LeBron treatment. You know, he doesn't really have great guys around him, and that was evident last night. Like this is, I'm surprised. We we should be surprised he even got to the Western Conference Finals. That's a testament to his greatness. It's not his year. Look, the Warriors are gonna win. They're gonna win the championship probably. Yeah. I mean, it's if they play like this, the Celtics aren't beating them and the Heat aren't beating them. 100%. So you know, th- this is a testament. I'm just happy as an NBA fan to see Curry dominating and hopefully getting his fir- his first Finals MVP. Although it should be a second. That's a whole different conversation. <laughs> but uh, it's just, this is great. This is a great thing to watch, and I'm I'm completely okay with being wrong. Uh, I love to see Steph Curry uh, remind people of his greatness. Not only was Steph Curry spectacular but when you look at this if you would have told me Jordan Poole would basically do nothing offensively in game three you would have thought that the Warriors would have lost this game but that's because Andrew Wiggins has really kind of become their second best player in this series I I know that that's like with the Warriors they fluctuate who's the second guy who's the first guy that's what makes them so good from the Mavericks perspective Reggie Bullock, Maxi Kleba, Davis Bertans, three guys that are considered knockdown shooters go 0 for 17 from the three-point yep. line. It reminds us of that Rockets series when the Warriors play the Rockets and in Game 7 the Rockets went like 0 for 27 from three. It kind of had that feel to it, but it's because the Warriors put so much pressure on you psychologically because you know every miss, you're like, oh, well, if we miss, Curry's going to go down and bury a three and swing the momentum. So that's the experience. We should have listened to the OGs. I mean, they, they warned us, but um, yeah, I I fell for it. I mean, also the way that they that Dallas played throughout that whole entire game, they just served to get swept. Like, the fact that they're like, 
there was no creation at the bucket. There was no, you know, there was no mixing up everything, which I believe that even commentator Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal, like they all said that. They were like, you know what? They need to mix it up. They can't keep going after the three and living and dying by the three. And that's kind of what they did throughout that whole entire game, right? Yeah. They, I mean, you saw maybe like minimal creation, but for the most part, offensively, they were just living and dying by the three. And as a Duke fan, I'm fully aware of living and dying by the three. <laughs> but you, you have to mix you have to mix it up. You have to you know, switch it around and make the defense work. I mean, there was no there was no change up whatsoever. So I mean, no offense, but Dallas deserves. I mean, I, I love being right as the Raj knows, but I mean, Dallas <laughs> deserves to lose after that performance. Now, okay, so so do you guys think it will be the sweep? Do you think tomorrow night that the Warriors put the Mavericks out of their me- uh, um, out of their misery, or does Luca have one more shining moment? I don't know if you guys heard the post game press conference, but Luca was already like saying stuff like, "I'm only 23, like wow. this is yep. supposed to happen. Accepting we'll be defeat. back, yeah. Yeah. accepting defeat. defeat." So yes, I do think it'll. This be a is sweep. this is a very similar situation that Luca's you know already accepted defeat and no offense to lebron james but it's kind of like this season with the lakers when he kind of knew it wasn't going his way like i'm still averaging 30 points per game there's nothing i can do even though it was his fault the team sucked um this is a similar thing for whatever reason there's this lack of uh and this is a whole separate conversation but jimmy butler steph curry and giannis antetokounmpo are really the only three guys in the nba i mean you can correct me if i'm wrong who still have this kind of kobe-esque type mentality that would never Lucas should have never said that in my opinion that just accepts defeat it's just wrong and it happens too many times in today's NBA and honestly when when you look at the numbers it looked like Luca had a great game but really he was no really defensively terrible too. defensively terrible and through the first three quarters offensively he was not that impressive to me I know he had like 20-ish points but most of his offense came in the fourth quarter when the game was kind of out of reach and hats off to the box and one too because they knew other guys weren't making shots and they just wanted that box yeah. and one, and it was over from there. It was there was no way they were coming back. Real quick with Luca, because there was that feeling that this could be his 2007 LeBron moment with the Cavs, where they kind of, kind of, you know, they surprised the world. They upset the Pistons. They go on to get swept by the Spurs. But again, you look at that Cavs team; it was terrible. Yeah. Now he never got back to the finals with the Cavs. He had to go to the Heat. Where do we leave Luca? Let's just say he either gets swept or they lose in five. Amazing performance by Luca. He is young. Does he get back? Because again, to your point, and you guys have touched on this, the Clippers are going to be contending yeah. next year. The Lakers potentially will see what happens with them. <laughs> I'm just going to put them in the mix. You got the Grizzlies if Jaws back and healthy. I mean, does this turn into the moment for Luca where like they're back in the conference finals next year, or was this one kind of blip and we don't hear from him? I, I think we're going to see Luca in a large portion of NBA finals in the future, okay. but he needs a better team around yeah. him. He can't be going to the finals every year with no offense to Jalen Brunson. They might even lose Jalen Brunson and yeah. Spencer Dinwiddie yeah. as their second best players. Yeah, you're right. Memphis is going to be better if the Clippers are healthy, and that's a big if because they're never healthy. They're probably the team to beat in the West. If if Denver's healthy, another big if. That's another team. Yeah. Memphis, I mean, you could go down the list. Minnesota could be good. Never count out Utah, though they always disappear in the playoffs. Phoenix, 
in the Lakers. Yeah, you, you don't. I mean, if they don't have Russell Westbrook on the sure. roster, you know, that's, <laughs> that's always right. a possibility. If you get LeBron even close into the playoffs, he'll do something, you know. So, I mean, yeah, it's going to be tough, but the Mavericks should be able to at least get back to the second round next year, and yeah. we'll see. They just need to surround better players around Luka Doncic, better shooters. Reggie Bullock, I was so surprised. Look, I love Reggie Bullock. Mm-hmm. He's a great human being. What he does for the LGBTQ community yeah. plus community is is fantastic and there you know there's no denying what a great human being he is but he didn't deserve that contract i mean when he was in a lakers uniform he was gosh awful he's not the knockdown shooter that they're expecting him to be in maxi cleaver he forgot how to shoot yeah. it's like only davis bertans came in there jacking yeah. up shots and it was like mm-hmm. what you're paying maxi cleaver not to play defense he's not he doesn't play defense <laughs> yeah. why is, wasn't he shooting the basketball right so they need uh, a new cast of characters around luka Doncic, and i don't know if you give i mean i guess you have to give Jalen Brunson the bag with his bird rights if they can find salary cap room but is that enough I don't know they've been linked to Zach Levine I think that would be an incredible offensive duo with with Zach and Luca but they need a center Um, Dwight Powell's playing eight minutes a game as a starting center they need to find a big man and they've been linked to Rudy Gobert so you put Luca with Rudy Gobert that would be very interesting but they're also, you could also have running it back. People are forgetting this team is missing a key part of their team for basically the last like three months. Tim Hardaway Jr., who yep. is probably, I would say, their third best player above He's their best shooter. Best shooter. They needed his offense. And with him, maybe you just run it back and just get a healthy Tim Hardaway, maybe add a center. And then I don't know what their plan is, but it's not going to be easy. About like to get a Mitchell back. Robinson or something. Yeah. Someone I like for that. defense because defense is what got them to this series. They yeah. were top. 10 in defense this season and last thing luca needs to get in better shape well that's come on of course of course yeah (laughs) that's like the zion thing like when zion's on the court he's dominant but like he's overweight he needs to lose weight similar thing with luca he needs to be in basketball shape yes the other conference final series game four of the eastern conference game four of the eastern conference finals is tonight in boston the Miami Heat were embarrassed in Game 2. I thought it was over. Surrendering home court advantage in their blowout loss to the Boston Celtics. But what a return in Game 3. They built a 26-point first-half lead, and they held on. If the Heat can somehow steal another win tonight, they would be in position to close out the series back home in Miami. What happens tonight? And really quickly, yeah. injury news. Tyler Hero is yep. out tonight. Wow. Yep. Okay, Tyler Hero is out Uh and no it, word on Jimmy Butler. No word. On, so, I mean, that's that's the story right there, right? Because they found a way to win that game despite the fact that Butler missed the second half, Hero missed the last nine minutes or so. Um, can they do that again? Prob- probably not. So I, I do think that this series gets tied tonight 2-2. Um, again, you guys know how I feel about the Celtics. And that, by the way, that's why I'm so excited about the Warriors. I want anyone oh else but the Celtics, beat the Celtics to win. Please. Just beat the Celtics. So, you know, listen, when the um, Heat won game three, uh, you know, took back home court, then they took a 2-1 Series lead. I was very excited about that, but then the way that they closed out the game, no Jimmy Butler. We'll see if he's back tonight. No Tyler Hero. They found a way to hold on late. I don't think that they do it again tonight. I think the Celtics obviously realize the importance of winning the game and not being in a position where, listen, Miami is a fair weather town, but when their teams are in a position to win something, they go in all in. Yep. So, listen, 
Celtics tonight, but me and Brandon, I know we are going to be pulling for the Miami Heat. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I don't want to say, look, because I was completely wrong with the Mavericks thing, but I did say, you know, the Heat could take the series six or seven games before the series, and it's really just a testament to their culture that they've created, the mentality that Jimmy Butler has, you know, it weighs off on the whole team, and you know, I know Tyler Hero hasn't even been good yet, and they yeah. got a 2-1 series lead. Bam Adebayo was embarrassed in game two, he came back and was the best player on the floor in game three by the way um and you know that's just a testament to pat riley again the lakers letting jerry west and pat riley just kind of like go away and do their own thing and siding with phil jackson there's ripple effects on the whole league the culture pat riley's created in miami and you know eric spolstra's uh coaching expertise really gets overlooked a lot of times they got to the finals just what two three years ago with the lakers and if there was any other team but the lakers they probably win that series i don't think people understand they beat milwaukee i know they didn't have drew holiday but milwaukee was pretty dominant that year and this is a team that could definitely get back to the finals do i think they're better than the celtics no they don't they don't have as good of a defense and they don't have as you know I wouldn't say pieces on the offensive end unless Grant Williams is scoring, but karma, man. Max Struess was on their team. He let him go. That kind of that's what happens. That's yeah. what happens. I mean, I think Boston wins tonight. I still have Boston in this series, but I would love for the Heat to win this series. Trust me. No, they're gonna need. Yeah, Boston. Boston's favored by seven, by the way. As okay. Well. Wow. Yeah. They're gonna need some offense outside of Tyler Hero because obviously with his absence. The guy that stepped up defensively last game was Oladipo. And, I mean, it wasn't so long ago that Oladipo was doing great things in Indiana. This is the night that he needs to be the X-Factor offensively. If they can get somehow 20 points off the bench from Oladipo, I know that's asking for a lot, then yeah, they can steal game four. But obviously, this is a must-win for Boston, and it would be hard to imagine that they lay an egg tonight and don't get this 2-2. If they do lay an egg, that's a really bad look. Yeah, and it's also, we forgot to mention Kyle Lowry. What a huge addition. Him being on the court completely changes the dynamic of this series in the offense and defense of the Heat. So. I'm hoping this goes seven, six or seven. Well, hopefully the Heat win in six. But, exactly. you know, you know, but uh, this is going to be like a six or seven game series either way. In terms yeah, of... No, I, I, Brandon, I agree with you before you go to those next headlines. Uh, I agree with you. I think it's Celtics. Is, I, I'm sorry, but Celtics is seven. And I like. I just think that that defense is just too It's really dominant. Just because they lost game three. Yeah, just because they lost game three doesn't mean they can't show up. As far as two... Tyler Hero. I mean, that's definitely going to be a huge advantage. And uh, Gigi has to root for the Celtics because she put a lot of money down on the yes. Celtics to get to the NBA Finals. Luck of the Irish, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Celtics, we got to talk Lakers now. University of Michigan coach Jawan Howard recently declined a meeting with the Lakers for the franchise's coaching job, electing to remain at his alma mater where Howard will coach his two sons next season, according to reports. How telling is it that the Lakers are getting spurned by college coaches <laughs> for their head coaching vacancy? Listen, th- this one makes sense. Although if I'm Juwan Howard, I don't know why you don't, you know, uh, at least, uh, you know, meet with the Lakers, see what they have to offer. Again, Juwan Howard is in the very unique position of having been a teammate of Rob Palenka and played with, been, been a teammate of LeBron James. I think he's the only person who's done both. So, um, listen, I, I really don't know who the perfect coach is for this team. You know, we're hearing names like Terry Ta- Stotts. Um, who else? Darvin Ham. 
Kenny Do- Atkinson. Kenny Atkinson. So, um, but yeah, I do think it is telling when Juwan Howard's like, like I'm good. I'm yeah, not gonna take this meeting. I, I'm not surprised. I mean, the state of the Lakers right now. This is the the off season of the next ten years for them. They really yeah. need to change this, to turn this organization around because people aren't taking them seriously. When, like we mentioned on Twitter last week, when the Pelicans are like, "Thank you, Lakers," making fun of them for giving. <laughs> yeah. You know, Rob Palinka doesn't like putting protection on picks. I don't know why, but you know. They didn't think they'd be this bad. No one did, right? I'm not surprised. Also, they they had Jawan Howard in their pocket, and this could be like a thing where, you know, they didn't hire him. They hired Frank Vogel, and he's like, well, you didn't want me then. Why you want me now? It could yeah. be one of those things. But this is, I think a lot of coaches are like, I don't want this Lakers job because there's a lot of pressure, and if mm-hmm. it goes the wrong way, which there's a large chance that it does, then your career is ruined. Yeah. And I do think Darvin Ham, it has to be the hire. That's the home run hire here. They have like to do it. it. If, yeah. if they're a serious organization, they hire Ham. If they want to continue the clown show, you go with Stotts or Atkinson, in my opinion. Yeah. I think a lot of times, yes, the Lakers are you know, presenting a bad look to the public. This one, I didn't hold it against them because of his two sons. I think that... You know, he probably lived for this moment his whole adult life wanting to coach his own sons. And now that he gets the opportunity, even if it's the Lakers job, even if it's his dream job, this one, I don't think it's as bad of a look for the Lakers. Yeah, maybe he takes a meeting, but I think he was just committed to coaching his sons. I also don't know why this is a story. Like, you know, it's just like... Well, listen, I think maybe Juwan Howard's trying to get some more money. Um, You know, uh, GK, we got 20 seconds. What's your take on this? I mean, it is what it is, guys. Like, it's not a destination spot anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt about that. I mean, guys are kind of saying, you know what, listen, I'm going to go back to my job in college and not even talk to the Lakers. Okay, let's leave it there for now. When we come back, we will talk more about the NBA playoffs and the Lakers' disastrous offseason when we come back right here on the Mightier 1090 in Southern California, the fan in Las Vegas, and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back with the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. The biggest pro football overlays in Vegas are back with $12 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circa Sports. With two ways to win and no rate. Circa Million with quarterly payouts and 100% payback. And Circus Survivor. Select one team each week with no point spread. Take in the big money with $12 million in guaranteed prizes. Enter in Vegas. Play from anywhere. Visit CircusSports.com for details. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Hello on a beautiful Monday and welcome to the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California. 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. 95.1 FM and AM 760 in Hawaii. I'm joined as always by Jihei Wiley, Armani Buckets, and Brandon Deutsch. How are we doing on this glorious Monday? Uh, you know, uh, time to face the music <laughs> about the Mavericks, but it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, not doing so well, but I did learn a valuable lesson. Listen to Jihei Wiley because Jihei was warning us about Golden State. <laughs> and Curry, and, your boy Curry, Curry stepped up. And wow. Um, yeah, it feels pretty embarrassing, not only for the Dallas Mavericks, but for, you know, <laughs> I said Dallas in five. So that's yikes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
it, this, this is a rough one for them, but yeah, I, I didn't think the Golden State was going to sweep, but man, I might be eating my words on this one. I still don't think they sweep, though. I think Dallas will... They will salvage one game. Probably. And, uh, you are not with us right now. Where are you right now? No, that's right, guys. I am in the beautiful, lovely Washington, D.C. right now. I'm going to watch the Dodgers Ah. sweep the Washington Nationals. Yeah. Uh, Look at you on the road, taking the Arash Markazi show on the road. (laughs) Dodgers Nationals, but... uh, Yeah, a lot to get into. A lot happened this weekend, so let's get to today's headlines. Brought to you by Circa Sports. Circa Million Circa Survivor Pro Football Contests are back with $12 million in guaranteed prizes. Visit CircaSports.com for details. Hit it, Armani Buckets! All right, guys, so as we just mentioned, Steph Curry scored 31 points. Andrew Wiggins had a playoff career-high 27, including that crazy highlight reel dunk. (laughs) And the Golden State Warriors beat the Mavs 109-100 on Sunday, and they're up 3-0 in the Western Conference Finals. They can complete the sweep and move to the NBA Finals for the first time since 2019 on Tuesday. I know some of us were very (laughs) high on the Mavericks in this series, but what has happened, and will the Warriors complete the sweep tomorrow night? All right, listen, I, I don't normally take a victory lap, but Jihei and I, the older veterans of the show, said, hey, listen, never underestimate the heart of the champions. The Golden State Warriors are the real thing I've felt all year when they are finally healthy, and I didn't know if that would actually happen. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and a lot of the young depth. I mean, this, re- this reminds me more of the Warriors championship team that they had the first time around yeah. without KD, uh, where it's definitely... Depth, right, and so this is a fantastic team. I did not think it would be a sweep. I still do not think it will be a sweep. Although it, it, something happens when you fall down three zero, um, and a champion has the ability to close you out. I'll give you a little bit of a story here. When I was covering the Lakers back in the day, Phil Jackson would always play this clip from Glenn Gary Glenn Ross of the clip ABC. Always be closing. Always be closing because that closeout game, as Doc Rivers well knows, is the hardest game to win. The Warriors know how to close this team out. I don't know if it happens. Would not shock me, though. Again, when you go down 3-0, a lot of that heart, a lot of that fire, certainly when you fall down, let's just say 10, 15 points, it just, it's not the same. So um, not shocked that the Warriors are going to go on to the finals But now it is the moment of reckoning for the young gurus, the young TikTok celebrities, the analytics department of the Arash Markazi show. Let's begin with one Brandon Deutsch. Yeah, so look, this is obviously um, a tough morning for both Armand and I. But going into the series, look, you can't blame us. Going into the series, Golden State was not only pretty awful defensively, but Curry wasn't efficient in the Memphis series. He's finally back. It's a blessing to see from the two first two months of the season. I mean, he was the clear-cut MVP through 20 games, and yeah. he was shooting efficiently. Then he struggled to get a shot off the rest of the year. That's where Jordan Poole kind of took the reins over. And Andrew Wiggins, how did we ever think that? Andrew Wiggins turned into uh, the number one overall pick, Andrew Wiggins, all of a sudden. Yeah. I mean, no one could have predicted that. The defense is is back, and Dallas is missing like 90% of its threes. You know, like, this is something that wasn't predictive. Yes, the, we should have, Armand and I should have went with the experience and you know the the, the champion um, 
you know mindset and DNA of Curry, Clay, and all these guys. But at the same time, it's like we were so high on Dallas. It's we're giving Luca the LeBron treatment. You know, he doesn't really have great guys around him, and that was evident last night. Like this is, I'm surprised. We we should be surprised he even got to the Western Conference Finals. That's a testament to his greatness. It's not his year. Look, the Warriors are gonna win. They're gonna win the championship probably. Yeah. I mean, it's if they play like this, the Celtics aren't beating them, and the Heat aren't beating them. 100%. So you know, th- this is a testament. I'm just happy as an NBA fan to see Curry dominating and hopefully getting his fir- his first Finals MVP. Although it should be a second. That's a whole different conversation. <laughs> but uh, it's just, this is great. This is a great thing to watch, and I'm I'm completely okay with being wrong. Uh, I love to see Steph Curry uh, remind people of his greatness. Not only was Steph Curry spectacular but when you look at this if you would have told me Jordan Poole would basically do nothing offensively in game three you would have thought that the Warriors would have lost this game but that's because Andrew Wiggins has really kind of become their second best player in this series I I know that that's like with the Warriors they fluctuate who's the second guy who's the first guy that's what makes them so good from the Mavericks perspective Reggie Bullock, Maxi Kleba, Davis Bertans, three guys that are considered knockdown shooters go 0 for 17 from the three-point yep. line. It reminds us of that Rocket series when the Warriors play the Rockets and in Game 7 the Rockets went like 0 for 27 from three. It kind of had that feel to it, but it's because the Warriors put so much pressure on you psychologically because you know every miss, you're like, oh, well, if we miss, Curry's going to go down and bury a three and swing the momentum. So that's the experience. We should have listened to the OGs. I mean, they warned us, but um, yeah, I I fell for it. I mean, also the way that they that down play throughout that whole entire game, they deserve to get swept. Like the fact that they, like there was no creation at the bucket. There was no, you know, there was no mixing up everything, which I believe that even commentator Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal, like they all said that. They were like, you know what, they need to mix it up. They can't keep going after the three and living and dying by the three. And that's kind of what they did throughout that whole entire game, right? Yeah. They, I mean, you saw maybe like minimal creation, but for the most part, offensively, they were just living and dying by the three. And as a Duke fan, I'm fully aware of living and dying by the three. <laughs> but you you have to mix you have to mix it up. You have to you know, switch it around and make the defense work. I mean, there was no there was no change up whatsoever. So I mean, still no, that the Dallas deserves. I mean, I, I love being right as the Raj knows, but I mean, Dallas <laughs> deserves to lose after that performance. Now, okay, so so do you guys think it will be the sweep? Do you think tomorrow night that the Warriors put the Mavericks out of their me- uh, um, out of their misery, or does Luca have one more shining moment? I don't know if you guys heard the post game press conference, but Luca was already like saying stuff like, "I'm only 23, like wow. this is yeah. supposed to happen. Accepting we'll be defeat. back." Yeah. Yeah. Accepting defeat. defeat. So yes, I do think it'll. This be a is sweep. this is a very similar situation that Luca's you know already accepted defeat and no offense to lebron james but it's kind of like this season with the lakers when he kind of knew it wasn't going his way like i'm still averaging 30 points per game there's nothing i can do even though it was his fault the team sucked um this is a similar thing for whatever reason there's this lack of uh and this is a whole separate conversation but jimmy butler steph curry and giannis antetokounmpo are really the only three guys in the nba i mean you can correct me if i'm wrong who still have this kind of kobe-esque type mentality 
that would never Luca should have never said that in my opinion that just yeah. accepts defeat it's yeah. just wrong and it happens too many times in today's NBA and honestly when when you look at the numbers it looked like Luca had a great game but really he was no really defensively terrible too. defensively terrible and through the first three quarters offensively he was not that impressive to me I know he had like 20 ish points but most of his offense came in the fourth quarter when the game was kind of out of reach. And hats off to the box and one, too, because they knew other guys weren't making shots, and they just wanted that box yeah. and one, and it was over from there. It was There was no way they were coming back. Real quick with Luka, because there was that feeling that this could be his 2007 LeBron moment with the Cavs, where they kind of, kind of you know, they surprised the world, they upset the Pistons, they go on to get swept by the Spurs. But again, you look at that Cavs team, it was terrible. Yeah. Now, he never got back to the finals with the Cavs. He had to go to the Heat. Where do we leave Luka? Let's just say he either gets swept or they lose in five. Amazing performance by Luka. He is young. Does he get back? Because, again, to your point, and you guys have touched on this, the Clippers are going to be contending next year. The Lakers potentially will see what happens with them. (laughs) I'm just going to put them in the mix. You got the Grizzlies if Jaws back and healthy. I mean... Does this turn into the moment for Luca where like they're back in the conference finals next year, or was this one kind of blip and we don't hear from him? I, I think we're going to see Luca in a large portion of NBA finals in the future, okay. but he needs a better team around yeah. him. He can't be going to the finals every year with no offense to Jalen Brunson. They might even lose Jalen Brunson and yeah. Spencer yeah. Dinwiddie as their second best players. Yeah, you're right. Memphis is going to be better if the Clippers are healthy, and that's a big if because they're never healthy. They're probably the team to beat in the West. If if Denver's healthy, another big if. That's another team. Yeah. Memphis, I mean, you could go down the list. Minnesota could be good. Never count out Utah, though they always disappear in the playoffs. Phoenix and the Lakers. You, yeah, you don't, I mean, if they don't have Russell Westbrook on the sure. roster, you know, that's, <laughs> that's always right. a possibility. If you get LeBron even close into the playoffs, he'll do something, you know. So, I mean, yeah, it's going to be tough, but the Mavericks should be able to at least get back to the second round next year, and we'll see. They just need to surround better players around Luka Doncic, better shooters. Reggie Bullock, I was so surprised. Look, I love Reggie Bullock. Mm -hmm. He's a great human being. What he does for the LGBTQ plus community is is fantastic and there you know there's no denying what a great human being he is but he didn't deserve that contract i mean when he was in a lakers uniform he was gosh awful he's not the knockdown shooter that they're expecting him to be in maxi cleaver he forgot how to shoot yeah. it's like only davis bertans came in there jacking yeah. up shots and it was like mm-hmm. what you're paying maxi cleaver not to play defense he's not he doesn't play defense <laughs> yeah. why is, wasn't he shooting the basketball right so they need uh, a new cast of characters around luka Doncic, and i don't know if you give i mean i guess you have to give Jalen Brunson the bag with his bird rights if they can find salary cap room but is that enough I don't know they've been linked to Zach Levine I think that would be an incredible offensive duo with with Zach and Luca but they need a center Um, Dwight Powell's playing eight minutes a game as a starting center they need to find a big man and they've been linked to Rudy Gobert so you put Luca with Rudy Gobert that would be very interesting but they're also, you could also have running it back. People are forgetting this team is missing a key part of their team for basically the last like three months. Tim Hardaway Jr., who yep. is probably, I would say, their third best player above He's their Dinwiddie, best shooter. Best shooter. They needed his offense. And with him, maybe you just run it back and just get a healthy Tim Hardaway, maybe add a center. And then I don't know what their plan is, but it's not going to be easy. About like to get a Mitchell back. Robinson or something. Yeah. Someone I like for that. defense because defense is what got them to this series. They yeah. were top. 10 in defense this season and 
Last thing, Luca needs to get in better shape. Well, that's come on, of course. Well, that, of that course, was a constant. Yeah, that's like the Zion thing. Like yeah. when Zion's on the court, he's dominant, but like he's overweight. He needs to lose weight. Similar thing with Luca. He yeah. needs to be in basketball shape. Yes. The other conference final series, Game Four of the Eastern Conference, <clears throat> Game Four of the Eastern Conference Finals is tonight in Boston. The Miami Heat were embarrassed in Game Two. I thought it was over, surrendering home court advantage in their blowout loss to the Boston Celtics. But what a return in Game Three! They built a 26-point first-half lead and they held on. If the Heat can somehow steal another win tonight, they would be in position to close out the series back home in Miami. What happens tonight? And really quickly, yeah. injury news: Tyler Hero is yep. out tonight. Wow. Yep. Okay, Tyler Hero is out, uh, and it, no word on Jimmy Butler. No word. On, so I mean, that's that's the story right there, right? Because they found a way to win that game despite the fact that Butler missed the second half, Hero missed the last nine minutes or so. Um, can they do that again? Prob- probably not. So I I do think that this series gets tied tonight two two. Um, again, you guys know how I feel about the Celtics. And that, by the way, that's why I'm so excited about the Warriors. I want anyone oh else but the Celtics, beat the Celtics to win. Just please. beat the Celtics. So, you know, listen, when the um, Heat won game three, uh, you know, took back home court, then they took a 2-1 series lead. I was very excited about that. But then the way that they closed out the game, no Jimmy Butler. We'll see if he's back tonight. No Tyler Hero. They found a way to hold on late. I don't think that they do it again tonight. I think the Celtics obviously realize the importance of winning the game and not being in a position where, listen, Miami is a fair weather town, but when their teams are in a position to win something, they go in all in. So, listen, Celtics tonight, but me and Brandon, I know we are going to be pulling for the Miami Heat. (laughs) Yeah, and, you know, I don't want to say, look, because I was completely wrong with the Mavericks thing, but I did say, you know, the Heat could take the series six or seven games before the series, and it's really just a testament to their culture that they've created, the mentality that Jimmy Butler has, you know, it weighs off on the whole team, and, you know, I know Tyler Hero hasn't even been good yet, and they got a 2-1 series lead. Bam Adebayo was embarrassed in game two. He came back and was the best player on the floor in game three by the way um and you know that's just a testament to pat riley again the lakers letting jerry west and pat riley just kind of like go away and do their own thing and siding with phil jackson there's ripple effects on the whole league the culture pat riley's created in miami and you know eric spolstra's uh coaching expertise really gets overlooked a lot of times they got to the finals just what two three years ago with the lakers and if there was any other team but the lakers they probably win that series i don't think people understand they beat milwaukee i know they didn't have drew holiday but milwaukee was pretty dominant that year and this is a team that could definitely get back to the finals. Do I think they're better than the Celtics? No, they don't. They don't have as good of a defense, and they don't have as you know. I wouldn't say pieces on the offensive end unless Grant Williams is scoring. But karma, man. Max Struess was on their team. He let him go. That kind of that's what happens. That's yeah. what happens. I mean, I think Boston wins tonight. I still have Boston in this series, but I would love for the Heat to win this series. Trust me. No, they're gonna need. Yeah, Boston. Boston's favored by seven, by the way. Okay, well. wow. But yeah. They're going to need some yeah. offense outside of Tyler Hero because obviously with his absence, the guy that stepped up defensively last game was Oladipo. And I mean, it wasn't so long ago that Oladipo was doing great things in Indiana. This is the night that he needs to be the X factor offensively. If they can get somehow 20 points off the bench from Oladipo, I know that's asking for a lot, then yeah, they can steal game four. But obviously, this is a must-win for Boston, and it would be hard to imagine 
that they lay an egg tonight and don't get this 2-2. If they do lay an egg, that's a really bad look. Yeah, right and now. it's also, uh, we forgot to mention Kyle Lowry. What a yeah. huge addition. Oh. Him being on the yeah. court completely changes the dynamic of this series in the offense and defense of the Heat. So I'm hoping this goes seven, six or seven. Well, hopefully the Heat win in six. But, exactly. you know, you know, but uh, this is going to be like a six or seven game series either way. In terms yeah, of... No, I, I- Brandon, I agree with you. Before you go to the next headline, um, I agree with you. I think Celtics. Is, I, I'm sorry, but Celtics is seven, and I like. I just think that that defense is just too. It's really dominant. Just because they lost game three, yeah. Just because they lost game three doesn't mean they can't show up. As far as two uh, Tyler Hero, I mean, that's definitely going to be a huge advantage. And uh, Gigi has to root for the Celtics because she put a lot of money down on the yes. Celtics to get to the NBA Finals. Luck of the Irish, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Celtics, we got to talk Lakers now. University of Michigan coach Jawan Howard recently declined a meeting with the Lakers for the franchise's coaching job, electing to remain at his alma mater where Howard will coach his two sons next season, according to reports. How telling is it that the Lakers are getting spurned by college coaches <laughs> for their head coaching vacancy? Listen, this one makes sense. Although if I'm Juwan Howard, I don't know why you don't, you know, at least, uh, you know, meet with the Lakers, see what they have to offer. Again, Juwan Howard is in the very unique position of having been a teammate of Rob Palenka and played with, been, been a teammate of LeBron James. I think he's the only person who's done both. So, um, um, listen, I, I really don't know who the perfect coach is for this team. You know, we're hearing names like Terry T- Stotts. Um, who else? Is a Darvin Ham, Kenny Do- Atkinson. Kenny Atkinson. So, um, but yeah, I do think it is telling when Juwan Howard's like, like I'm good. I'm yeah, going to take this meeting. I'm not surprised. I mean, the state of the Lakers right now, this is the the offseason of the next 10 years for them. They really yeah. need to change this, to turn this organization around because people aren't taking them seriously. When, Like we mentioned on Twitter last week when the Pelicans are like, thank you, Lakers, making fun of them for giving <laughs> yeah. you know, Rob Palenka doesn't like putting protection on picks. I don't know why, but, you know, they didn't think they'd be this bad. No one did, right? I'm not surprised. Also, they, they had Jawan Howard in their pocket. And this could be like a thing where, you know, they didn't hire him. They hired Frank Vogel. And he's like, well, you didn't want me then. Why you want me now? It could yeah. be one of those things. But this is, I think a lot of coaches are like, I don't want this Lakers job because there's a lot of pressure. And if mm-hmm. it goes the wrong way, which there's a large chance that it does, then your career is ruined. Yeah. And I do think Darvin Ham, it has to be the hire. That's the home run hire here. They have like to do it. it. If, yeah. if they're a serious organization, they hire Ham. If they want to continue the clown show, you go with Stotts or Atkinson, in my opinion. Yeah. I think a lot of times, yes, the Lakers are, you know, presenting a bad look to the public. This one, I didn't hold it against them because of his two sons. I think that, you know, he probably lived for this moment his whole adult life wanting to coach his own sons. And now that he gets the opportunity, even if it's the Lakers job, even if it's his dream job, this one, I don't think it's as bad of a look for the Lakers. Yeah, maybe he takes a meeting, but I think he was just committed to coaching his sons. I also don't know why this is a story. Like, you know, it's just like... Well, listen, I think maybe Jawan Howard's trying to get some more money. Um, You know, uh, G.A., 20 seconds. What's your take on this? I mean, it is what it is, guys. Like, it's not a destination spot anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt about that. I mean, guys are kind of saying, you know what, listen, I'm going to go back to my job in college and not even talk to the Lakers. Okay, let's leave it there for now. When we come back, we will talk more about the NBA playoffs and the Lakers 
disastrous offseason when we come back right here on the Mightier 1090 in Southern California, the fan in Las Vegas, and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back with the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.